We've got another episode today. Well done, podcast with Diogo Kahaya. Yo, it's been amazing, eh? So far, level up. Well done. Man, life is a journey and I'm figuring out things still. Like as a kid Well done. As a kid, you go about life and you you think you have it all figured out until you start becoming an adult and life just fucking drop kicks you in the face. You get me? We got a bit to get through. Yeah, there we go. Turn up the sounds. Perfect. I love this instrumental way. Instrumental. Maybe it'll be one of those, one of those episodes where I'm just rolling my tongue all over the shop. Yo, so I went to get my um. We got a bit to get through today, so we got. Uh, the Anthony Joshua fight. He lost the heavyweight title to Ruiz. And well done. I feel huge congratulations to Ruiz. But I feel like there's a little bit more to the story that um, the mainstream isn't covered, covering, and that's um, to do with mental health. Um, and it's something I care about and it's something that I feel should be addressed Uh, so we got that that'll take off we've also got this woman uh, got pulled over this week uh, by the cops and she got done with drug charges but she beat the case she actually beat the case the most ridiculous way as well (laughs) um we got that and uh, as an australian kid hacked apple like what twice what Thank you all for listening. I went, uh, by the way, um, I went and got, you know that Invisalign stuff? There's this new company. Like, if you're thinking of getting your teeth straightened and you're looking to get Invisalign, which is like $7,000, $7,000, like suck my dick, Seven. okay. I suggest you guys check out this company called Smile Direct. They've been in Sydney, if you're in Sydney, that is. They've been in Sydney for one week and they're straightening teeth for 2,775. 60% off. How ridiculous is that? That is absolutely nuts. Well done. Congratulations. That is well done prices. 
So um, I went I went to get my my stuff done, right? I went to just do a checkup, you know what I'm saying? And um, the <laughs> so I I go to the girl. Her name is Crystal. Lovely girl, lovely girl. Um, so they're in the city there in Mutton Place. And uh, well done for leveling up again. Whoever subscribed, make sure become a mate and subscribe. Um, so I went there and uh, we'll get to the start of the show in a second. I just want to say this story because I found it fucking hilarious. So I'm sitting there and I'm getting my teeth done. And then I'm looking out the window. It's all beautiful, you know, like you got the scenery. It's a bit rainy. I like rainy. I like that type of weather because um, I'm just a psychopath. Um, well done. <laughs> um, and, and, yeah, so I'm sitting there and then I'm like, I go to her, oh, like, my, like, my smile, because they ask you to, like, they put this thing on you and they ask you to smile, right? And then I go to her, oh, my smile is shit. And then she turns out around. Oh, they've been around for one week, right? They're, they're a massive global company. Um, but anyway, she's probably nervous, you know what I mean? And then I go, oh, my smile is shit. And then she turns around and she goes... No, it is. <laughs> no, it is. What the f- What do you mean, no, it is? Aren't you meant to be making me feel better? Uh, isn't that the reason why I'm coming here? So you make me feel better? <laughs> so... <laughs> And obviously me, I'm going to call her up on it and just like bring it to light because, you know, I don't, well take li- <laughs> I don't take life too seriously. And then she's trying to be apologetic, like, no, that's not what it meant. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, and I was like, yeah, I get what you meant. You meant the other way around, but it was just hilarious. Oh, my teeth is shit. Yeah, no, it is. It is. <laughs> oh, that shit was hilarious. So yeah, well done. If you wanna um, check it out, go to Smile Direct. Um, shout outs to them. And um, the song that we have for you guys today, um, this kid is an absolute beast. Um, he's. 15 years old, he's an Australian, he's in America right now, Um, he's 15 years old, he's going to be a massive star, he will be a massive star, Um, and this song right here was when he was uh, 14, uh, just starting out, the Kid kid Leroy, sorry, you get it young man, you do your ting bro. Shout-outs to the Australian culture, and you heard this kid here first. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. 
And thank you for tuning in, eh? I appreciate it. All of you that subscribed, please share it. I really do appreciate the love and support. Yeah, okay, let me tell it, okay, yeah, yeah. All I wanted was respect, just want to be accepted, too focused on being perfect, and now that I reflect, yeah, I was blind and I should listen to what you said, now there's a disconnect between me and you, now I'm true to myself and I'm Stop for a second, and that kid is 14 right there. Like, what? What? Bro, when I was 14? Fuck, dude. What the fuck was I doing with my life? Actually, I was making music then. As well. Hmm. Yeah. He he's just he was just better than me, I guess. <laughs> that was mad. Anyway, you heard it here first. The kid Leroy. Moving on. This story is groundbreaking in Australia, dude. So this woman, right, I'll read you just the the header of the article. There's two articles. There's one on Vice and there's one on ABC. Um, and the Vice heading goes, Woman avoids drug driving charges by claiming THC was from passive smoking.
<laughs> yes. And she won, dude. And she won, dude. Can you believe that? The, the court, the judge went against the cop and ruled in her favor. It's groundbreaking for Australia. So this is what her lawyer said. Scientists do not know everything about THC and its rate and method of absorption. Um, Steve Bolt, that's the name of her lawyer. This is the first case I'm aware of that passive smoking has been accepted as a defence. <laughs> Dude, if you are listening right now and you smoke weed, you are listening to the right podcast Please subscribe right now, right now, because I just hit you with some info, bro. If you get pulled over, you were passive smoking, okay? You don't smoke, you were passive smoking, because essentially they can't tell how much is in your system. <laughs> And now you actually have a reference case to go off on the back of. Wow, dude. Wow. And here's another thing. Data collected by Sydney University, right, has revealed roadside mobile saliva tests returned inaccurate results for more than 20% of the time. 20% when testing for THC. Now, researchers at the University of Lambert, uh, <coughs> which is a initiative for cannabinoid therapeutics, bro, I don't know, I don't fucking care if I didn't say that right. So they conducted hundreds of tests on drivers with varying levels of THC in the system to study whether there was any link between cannabis and driving impairment, right? So check this. The program's academic director, his name's Lane McGregor, of course his last name is McGregor, of course, said the research, which is yet to be published, huh? It's yet, why, why don't you just publish it? Why? So apparently it's raised concerns. And he said, the tests are particularly poor at detecting when people have a lot of THC in their system. So they can be really stoned and getting a negative test and vice versa. So there's been people that have been absolutely stoned sober and the test has come up that they have drugs in the system. How 
is that dude? For those of you that have a joint or have a bong, whatever you do, click subscribe right now, wherever you're listening, wherever you're listening. How is that, dude? I want to go just so much more on this topic, but I know I've said I'm going to cut the podcast to 30 to 40 minutes uh, max, and then later on I'll I'll do an hour and that once we get interviewing and everything else, but for now I want to cut it short, but... Oh, I want to go deep into this particular topic. Deep. So, and he says that it gives false positive recordings. That's the most alarming thing is that if you're sober, you can actually get a positive result, which is nuts, absolutely nuts. And I think the public will probably cut sick if it was to get out, the study. So he said, we found on occasion the tests gave false positive when people have very low levels of THC. And that is concern for the carriage of justice. People are not impaired and they have not had cannabis for quite a long time. And they said, we had someone test positive for THC who was using a placebo. How's that? How's that? So someone came in to test, right? And they said, this is marijuana. Have it. They had it. It was nothing in it. It was like, you know, a placebo. So they thought they were high, and then the test came back positive, dude. Positive, mate. What is you doing, New South Wales government? What is you doing, New South Wales police? I ain't trusted none of those tests. Absolutely none of those tests. Yo, I should have made this one a snippet, eh? Oh, dude. What? What? Man, that is crazy. That is crazy. If you get pulled over and, you know, you get get done, whether you've been smoking weed or not, Bro, I'll contest that. Moving on. Yeah, I am like... I don't know if you guys caught this, but it's such a sad story. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like... I don't get what these tech giants are doing, eh? At all. Like, this was an opportunity to scoop up a little legend. But instead, they called the... 
forties? Like, how old are you? So this Australian kid, right, this Adelaide kid, little boy genius, can't say his name because he's underage. Um, he hacked into Apple twice, hoping the tech giants would offer him a job. And what did the tech giants do? They snitched. You little snitch, Apple. You're a little snitch. So this kid, right, when he was 13 years old, hacked Apple in 2015. And then in 2017, he downloaded internal documents and data (laughs) after hacking them again. What a little G. What a little G. So his lawyer said, this offended started when my client was 13 years of age, a very young age. He had no idea about the seriousness of of the offence and hoped that when it was discovered that he might gain employment at the company. He didn't know this was going to lead to anything other than a job at the end of it. I love I love his ni- how naive he is. I love look you level up kid. You just leveled up. Well done. That uh, I love how, like, maybe if I break into this place, they'll give me a job. <laughs> oh, so, but this is this is what pisses me off, right? Because this happened in Europe not too long ago, where a kid hacked. Apple, and they gave him a job. Now, with this kid from Australia, they told on him. Now, the magistrate, like, he's just a pure mate. I bet you he's subscribed to the podcast. David White. He didn't record a conviction on the kid and uh, placed him on a $500 bond, um... And good behaviour for nine months. So, shout-outs to that judge. Um, he's a G. Uh, and with all the cybersecurity stuff, like, just give the kid a job. Give the kid a job. He just wants a job. Until he just finds out how shit Apple pay their employees... And how at Foxconn, these, they're all jumping off the building. And Apple does nothing about it. Bro, you have a trillion dollars. You don't have it, but, you know, you're a trillion dollar company. Pay your employees better. So 
So a statement from Apple came out as well. And um, they said, at Apple, we vigilantly protect our networks and have dedicated teams of information security professionals that work to detect and respond to threats. In this case, our team discovered the authorised access contained it and reported the incident to law enforcement. We regard the data security of our users as one of the greatest responsibilities and want to assure our customers that at no point during this incident was their personal data compromised. Like, yeah, that's great, but a 13-year-old still hacked your systems. A 13-year-old hacked your systems. And the kids from Adelaide. Let's, <laughs> let's add some more salt to the wound. The kids from Adelaide. And he hacked your systems. Give the kid a job. Give the kid a job. I need a button that is like, you are shit. You know what I mean? Like one of those, one of those buttons where I just press when something is just like just ridiculous or stupid. You are shit. I just press it. I just press it. You are shit. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, this, this story just pierces me off, eh? It just pierces me off. There's a bit of a like common thing on this episode. We got that young kid that's going to be a star. And then we got this young kid that's a hacking genius. Australia are producing some good sperm at the moment, eh? Just a good puddle of fucking sperm. Oh, dude. Moving on. So the fight of the year happened. The year? Maybe not the year, but definitely the one of the biggest upsets of the century. Um, Homer Simpson, after 23 years, came back and became... The heavyweight champion of the world, dude. Well done. The first Mexican Homer Simpson to be crowned the heavyweight champion of the world. What? Toasty! What, dude? Like, I couldn't believe it, eh? I could not believe it. I was, like, I was just in shock. The, the whole thing. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't, actually, I shouldn't say I couldn't believe it because I called uh, Ruiz to win. So it's not that I didn't believe it, but it was like a shock. I knew he was an amazing fighter. He's had over 100 amateur fights 
He's won them all. He's had more pro fights than Joshua has. Um, and he just lost a split decision to Joseph Parker. Like, dude is a beast. Is a beast. Um, but then I saw the clowning. And, like... There's a, there's a bit that I think a lot of people, well, like, a lot of people are missing it. They're overlooking it. But because Joshua carries himself so well, um, this wasn't even going to be a snippet. But this is going to be a video snippet uh, for you guys listening. So you can, yeah, go check that out wherever the fuck. I'm not plugging shit. Get off my back. So... I just want to play a couple of videos and um, for all of you clowning on Joshua, like, I would never clown a man that puts everything on the line, like, whatever it is, whatever, whatever it is, like, if you're putting yourself forward and you're putting yourself on the line for anything and you come up short, um... I'll commend you. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't hit anyone while they're down. It's just, it's just a low blow, like low blow. Um, and well done. Mental. The mental battle is, uh, like, I know everything's a, a lot about comedy, but. Generally, like this podcast is also about combat sports, whether boxing or MMA. That's why we got this here. That's why we got this here. So it's it's not all the time going to be comedy. Um, and this issue is is it's it's a bit more serious because it's about mental health. And even though Joshua carries himself a certain way. And with pure class, um, the mental going into the going into everything um, is what tore him apart, especially for this fight. Um, he took time coming out, and no one knew why. They started blaming it was a cup situation, um, but with these two videos, you're going to see a little bit, uh, a little bit depth more into the mental state so this first clip is so Vidal Riley is this prospect he's a beast of a prospect from the UK he's 3-0 and now um, he's he signed with the Jeff Mayweather and the Mayweather camp and they were on the True Geordie podcast uh, to view the fight and watch it together and one of his trainers, Dave, this is what he said during the live stream. Right. What he's done wrong right. without destroying so, his confidence. So, so another thing is, right, this is another thing. AJ, for this fight, I, uh, I got told, has brought on a psychologist for the first time ever. Fuck me. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, sacked in the Can we get rid of this guy? I'm not being funny, but sometimes, you know, when you get these people... Unless the boxing people that have been mm. through that, if this mm. guy, I don't know the guy, right. so I might be wrong, 
But unless he's done that walk to the ring, Aye. and he's been in that ring and he's been punched in the face and all that sort of shit, Can't help you. how can he sit there? Because one of my fighters has had this, and I've told him, fuck him off completely. <laughs> because it don't work. Overcomplicates things. But if you've got a bulletproof right? mentality and someone starts poking holes in your shit, yeah, it, could, but, it could have but, an adverse effect. I'm not saying that is it, that's, I'm not making excuses, but what I'm saying is, you know when you're doing different things like that, sometimes, why? You know, because shit weren't right there. You no, know, that weren't AJ. No, no. Listen, when, when AJ he, got he mentally quit. Though, you saw him how... He collected fucking, himself. He collected yeah, himself he did. He in did. this one, he got dropped. He kept doing the same thing. He Went out the window, where was that? Where was that smartness? Where was that? He was looking know? around for guidance. You yeah. can see him looking for someone yeah. in the corner. Yeah. There yeah, was we'll something. His eyes were... So... That's a huge insight that's not on the mainstream media right there. That's a boxing coach that's been around the UK scene. He's got insight to everything. Um, and then this, this, this next clip shows an even deeper side to everything. So right now, you'll see behind the speech... Joshua is trying to stop his dad from going at Eddie Hearn. And his dad's going at Eddie Hearn because it was because of the slow... So behind the scenes, Joshua said he wasn't comfortable and it was a mental battle, but it was too late. So that's what took him so long to actually come out to the ring. And Eddie Hearn... He pushed the situation and he said, you, you essentially have to go out there. There's, there's no other way. So you'll see right now the argument. And you, you can see Joshua holding his dad back saying, it's my fault. It's, it's my fault. Not Eddie's. It's my fault. Pure class. So I just thank God, man, so much. When did you realize, Andy, that you could take his power? You took that big shot, but you kept moving forward. Just like against Dimitrenko, you kept moving forward. So he says, it's me, it's me. Watch that again, watch that again. So, I just thank God, man, so much. When did you realize, Andy, that you could take his power? You took that big shot, but you kept moving forward. Just like against Dimitrenko, you kept moving forward. So you see that? Like, Joshua is just pure class, man. Like, for real. Well done. So I just wanted to make this as a snippet because mental health is a big thing. And as much as the face that you put forward, um, it's not always like that. So I know he's getting clowned on and everything. There's the whole, um, like, funny video about his soul leaving his body. And going back to the UK, <laughs> that that caught me. That was that was hilarious. He's he's one of the best editors in the game. Um, but in all seriousness, hats goes off to Joshua. Um, hopefully, he cleans it up and um, he's able to beat the mental battle. Because even with a mental coach. Um, it's yourself in the end that's got to have that belief.
Hey, 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 hey. I know the episode is done, but if you listened all the way through, uh, here's a little hint. I'm going to start putting Amazon gift cards through or at the end of the episode. Thank you for listening. Subscribe.